Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. But our uh, reflection for today, and we will hear the song afterwards, uh, our reading for today comes from uh, a time and a place where people were waiting, waiting for that long journey home. And as we hear the reading comes to us from the Old Testament from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, verses 1 to 10, if you would like to follow along in your pew Bible or in your bulletin insert, or if you're at home uh, joining us virtually uh, of a Bible of your own choosing, if you have one available, or with all our nifty devices, I'm sure you could just open that internet tab. So let us listen now to God's holy word and what it says to us this day. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and shouting. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The majesty of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of faithful heart, be strong. Do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be opened. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunted jackal shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion. With singing, everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. The first Sunday, uh, our first Sunday here in our August summer series, The Gospel According to John Denver, As you might have guessed, we'll be taking a look at some hit classics such as Take Me Home, Country Roads, which we sung just now. And you all had wonderful singing voices. But it's interesting uh, as we will take a look at these artists as we did last summer, we did Jimmy Buffett. This year, we, or this summer, we look at Henry John Duchendorf Jr., more commonly known as John Denver who was a singer, songwriter, guitarist, actor, if you ever saw him in the Muppets movie, a humanitarian and an activist. Throughout his career, Denver would record numerous chart toppers, one of them, of course, being the song we just sung. 
Funny enough, though, this beloved anthem of the state of West Virginia, even becoming the adopted song of West Virginia University, was not written in West Virginia. It was written on the back roads of Maryland while reminiscing about a childhood in Massachusetts. <laughs> Take Me Home Country Roads, uh, Massachusetts? Doesn't have the same ring. A reminder, though, as we also hear in our reading, that home is a place that can be anywhere. It's a place that can be anywhere, and it's a place by which many different routes can bring us there. We can arrive at home by numerous and varying ways, just as there are numerous and various ways that we call home, the places where we settle. Our hearts, as we hear in this song and in our reading, long for the nostalgic and the familiar. There's something about hearing a song, even about a state that's not your own, that perhaps tugs at those strings of nostalgia. But do our hearts also long after the things that are of God, the pathways that bring us to a sacred home, a sacred community? This song, which was written not by Denver, but by Bill Danoff and his wife, Taffy Niver, were the authors of this song that would be added to John Denver's collection. Niver, as we said, was originally from the Washington, D.C. area, and Danoff was from Massachusetts. And while they were driving through this rural part of Maryland to visit family, Danoff started singing this song that had that kind of hit ring to it. You knew that the song was going somewhere. And Danoff recalls as he sung this song, he remembered and called upon lyrics he remembered hearing on the radio back home in his state of Massachusetts. Still, as we said before, his home state didn't really have the same ring to it as West Virginia, not to mention that the Bee Gees already had an album titled Massachusetts. He wrote the song about West Virginia, again, a state he hadn't even visited before writing this song. After workshopping the music, the couple planned on actually selling the song to another well-known artist, Johnny Cash. But after meeting John Denver, he insisted that he be the one who buy and sing the song. Denver, once the song was finished, performed it at a little place called The Cellar Door, where after singing the song, he received a five-minute standing ovation. Perhaps a song written about a state of West Virginia that recalls memories and feelings of other places the artists called home, the writers called home, is also for us a glimpse into how our longing for what is familiar, the longing that we have for the place we call home, is one that transcends state boundaries, cultural boundaries, all the things that make us who we are. I think a good song, John Denver would say, transcends those kind of boundaries. And when I say the song transcends cultural boundaries, I also mean it transcends temporal boundaries. As we hear in our reading for today from Isaiah, Isaiah is speaking to a people in exile, a people who long to return home. Now, for various reasons, the people of God find themselves not in their home country. 
They find themselves in a strange land, far away, with landscapes that are not the ones painted in their songs, the songs that they knew that reminded them of home. They find themselves far from the familiar sense of the woods, from foods, far from people who might have still remained in their home country. They longed to go home. But as these people of God wrestle with their exile, as they wrestle with the complexities of their topsy-turvy lives, the prophet Isaiah speaks a word of hope about what the future will bring. The prophet Isaiah comes and he speaks to them this word of hope that God will not only lead them back to their home by any road, but will also bring them back to the heart of God. This road that God has prepared is one that takes them through lots of different places. It's not a road that is straight or narrow, but it is, though, a road that God has prepared, a place that God has prepared for the people to walk upon as they follow God, follow God on this path that brings them, brings us home. And it's a path that God has prepared in such a way that even as we hear the foolish and the unclean can tread, because God has cleared the way. All that's needed is to follow with hearts that yearn for God. Now, if any of you have driven on country roads, you might know, as we said, they are not always the most clear-cut paths. There are certainly twists and turns and unexpected ways that you might get lost. Our family, uh, we went to go see a concert out at Bethel Woods and driving back, we ended up on some country roads, uh, which didn't lead us to the place that I was hoping for, at least. Perhaps so you've driven on country roads and you see signs for farm stands or you see far signs for X, Y, and Z, ways that try to get you off the main road. We, over, we encounter those obstacles as well as we yearn to travel on those roads that bring us back to the place where we belong, the heart of God. The trick, though, is how we navigate it, how we navigate those twists and turns, the unexpected detours to find ourselves back at the place where our hearts are enriched by that love of God. In the song for today and in the reading for today, we hear this yearning, this yearning to travel home, to go to the places that are familiar, to be at the place where we do feel like we belong. But what are the roads that our heart, our hearts long to travel? Where do our hearts yearn to return to at the end of the day? Of course, we can long to go home, home being a place of comfort. Perhaps it's our real physical homes, or perhaps it's a place that we relate to home or a place that feels like home any place that really feels like it's comforting, that's fine. We, our hearts can yearn to go there. 
But the road that brings us to the place at the end of the day where we want to end up, of course, is that final road that brings us to our final destination, to that type of community that God has created for us, that home God has created for us, one that perhaps is comforting and familiar, nostalgic even as we hear in the song and in our reading, but a place that is certainly new. The other important thing for us to remember as we hear in both these reflections this day is that the road that brings us to the place where we belong is not marked by markers that are based solely on success or based on joy or sorrows. Instead, as we hear again in the song, our life is often marked by country roads that take us the long way home. Roads that offer us a chance to reflect, to listen to the voice of God that calls out to us, calls out to us and reminds us of our home found in God's love. In many ways, our life on these country roads is a journey as we heard in the poem read by Jim from Rabbi Alvin Fine, who again, in a bit of that poem says, until not looking backwards or ahead, we see that victory lies not at some high point along the way, but in having made the journey. Step by step, a sacred pilgrimage. Birth is a beginning and death a destination and life is a journey. Life is a journey that takes us on these twists and turns. Sometimes these roads will bring us far from home and we'll hear the things that are familiar that remind us of home. But let us not forget that no matter how far we travel, we are called back to this community and home found in sacred trust. We may not be a people in exile as the ancient Israelites were, but we are still a people emerging from years of stress due to pandemic woes, due to concerns about our neighbors, due to the concerns we have in the alarming increase in disasters of our natural world and what we are experiencing as nature unleashes its wrath. So even though we are not in exile, we too experience these turbulent, turbulent moments on our walk on these roads. So let us walk on roads that bring us back to the place where we belong, back to one another. Let us listen to God's voice that guides us along the pathway. And let us renew our understanding of what it means to be a living embodiment of God's love. The love of God that our hearts long for so that when we arrive, we too might sing loud songs with everlasting joy. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.